Hello and welcome to the Pulsation podcast coming from the New Wolsey Theatre as part of Pulse 18 Festival. My name is Dave and I've been speaking to some of the acts who showcase their work here in Suffolk over the week. In this podcast I speak with Rory and Nina from Argonaut Theatre Company who had just come away from a performance of their play Action at a Distance. They were both very interesting people and we had a great discussion about their work which at times explored the political viewpoints surrounding the anti-war themes of the play and the wider context of American politics in 2016 before, you know, that other thing happened. It was great to hear a theatre company really engaging with the political theme and how they used it to shape both writing and performance. Anyway, I hope you enjoy our chat. Okay, so welcome to Nina and Rory from Argonaut, who have just performed at the New Wolsey Theatre as part of Pulse 18 Festival with their show Action at a Distance. So I missed the show, I'm afraid to say, but would you be able to tell me a little bit about it? Yeah, so it's a show that we started back at University of Norwich last year and have taken sort of to Fringe and then to London and now we're doing it here for the first time and for the first time at all in, in about six months. It's a show that is kind of politically based. It is about a out-of-work plumber in Nevada in America uh, called Chris and she on a dating app stumbles across a guy called Josh who is a kind of vigilante who is running and helping to run a charity that is looking at the true casualty rate from uh, strikes from the US in uh, Syria and Iraq. So drone strikes. Drone strikes, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And they, she gets involved in it as well. She sort of finds out some of the darker ways in which she's helping to fund the project. And she has her own sort of desperate situation going on at home. And basically all these things come to a head and it doesn't go too well for her. <laughs> <laughs> so ha- have you performed this many times? Is it- yeah, so when we were in Edinburgh, we had like... Well, with me and Rory, we did it originally with a different cast when we were in university, and then we recast it for Edinburgh with, like, our lovely team we've got now, and then we did um, a 17-day run in Edinburgh, and we've done a few days in London. Was that last year? So that was, yeah, last summer, we did a a. 10am slot, which was (laughs) interesting. Yeah, yeah, and then we've done a couple of times in London. So we feel like we've been doing this show for a super long time, but it's not necessarily translates like loads of Yeah, this was our 23rd performance of it ever. Cool. Interesting. We've got a couple in the next few weeks, and then we're we're quarter century. Uh, (laughs) And then we don't know what's happening after that. So um, Okay, so I don't want to spoiler it too much. But uh, the themes of drone strikes... It's uh, Syria and Iraq, did you say? Yeah, Afghanistan as well. Uh, it's Syria and Iraq because it was set. It's kind of set over the winter of 2016-17 um, when there was a really strong uh, offensive going on in Aleppo and yeah. also in Mosul and Raqqa when it was just every day just hearing about how many people were being killed and the level of strikes was really at its highest back then. So that was so it's Syria and Iraq. Was that the the sort of starting point for writing this? Actually, no, because I was writing it. I started writing it a couple of months before that offensive went on, which was sort of late November 2016. Was was when I was finishing the first draft. So it began actually as uh, my dissertation for my final year project, okay. uh, final year of my university, because I did a degree that meant I got a year studying in America, and we had to come back and do a dissertation. And because I had a creative 
degree or creative creative aspect of my degree I could do um, a creative dissertation so I wrote a play and kind of the idea that it's really I mean I was in LA and it was a sort of liberal arts college and it's very different to the sort of world that that the play is set in but the kind of ideologies of the character of Josh which is kind of I guess far left politically and and really kind of critical I was there when Obama was president but you know really kind of critical of Obama and of about American intervention overseas um that kind of there was a lot of that going around at the college and so it was kind of it wasn't he's not based on anyone in particular but it's kind of based on a certain way of thinking or way yeah. of reframing rethinking about what was I mean Obama, Obama was a kind of popularly accepted present I guess especially among the people that we would spend time with so yeah, yeah. it was kind of looking at the other side of that and thinking oh, he was still just critical. a puppet for the military industrial <laughs> complex yes I mean it's it's <laughs> that kind of that's where Josh comes in and you kind of begin to see where he's coming from and I mean it's never he's not he's challenged a bit but he's he seemed to have a point and he's kind of enlightening Chris in a way because mm. she's yeah. not engaged that much in politics prior to this this uh, interactions that she has with Josh. Do you remember the 2003 Iraq war? Yes happening? yeah I was eight yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah no I remember that I mean I wasn't obviously as, as engaged in it as I am sort of now with yeah. what's going on but yeah completely. So how long does it take you to write um, it's kind of, I've stopped now, when did we st- I stopped making changes in November and I, in last year and I started writing it in September of 2016, so I guess stop and start 14 months. Okay, um, and you sort of evolved it over that time and then um, yes. was there a point where you just thought, I'm drawing a line under this, or was that Edinburgh? So I started writing it, I sort of had the idea in, when I was in Edinburgh without not doing my own show in, in August 2016, came back for autumn term, which is where my deadline was in December, so I had to you know use that autumn term to really write it and I mm. wrote a uh, first draft I guess first version of it but it because of a really weird word limit it had to it ended up being a version of it that was about 35 minutes it was literally just like hitting all the beats yeah rushing through everything a lot of the kind of stuff now that you see with the mum particularly was was stripped away and so it was a really bare bones version of it and then when we decided we wanted to do it in Norwich in February a couple months later I sort of in January was was going sort of steamrolling back over it and kind of lengthening yeah. it and yeah. we had about a 65 minute version I think which is pretty much what it yeah, is now 65-70 minute back in, in Norwich then we rewrote it and we recast it and we formed a company in the sort of spring of that year that was when I mean I think I went back and did rewrites around June yeah so about this time last year I think there's like things that were changing till fairly recently yeah. till our run in November yeah. but I think when we were returning I think at, at that point we'd kind of decided that it it was like it because it's about such a specific moment as well yeah. that it is also interesting because I, you you kind of can't treat it with all the events that have happened afterwards. Mm, it's very important that you've set. got to keep it still in that yeah point it, when Rory was writing about it. So yeah. I think yeah, it went from being something that was set in the present to something that now feels somewhat historic. Because yeah, it's, it's like set a period over a year now, ago. Which is oh, strange God, yeah. that yeah. that's happened. But the, the the final changes we did because we after watching it seventeen times in Edinburgh, you sort of really feel you really get a sense of the things that aren't working so well yeah. the things that need to work mm. better and the things that need to be slightly changed reeled or whatever so when we were going to do it in uh, London in November I'd made some changes before then just some tweaks I wouldn't call it a whole redraft necessarily no it was yeah, yeah it was going back to all the things yeah. that like we would continually flag and like yeah. So how do you two work together? Do you um, feed back into each other? I mean, you seem to be a close-knit um, production <laughs> yeah. unit That's, so well, yeah. me and Rory have been 
like we first worked together on like a show in university and like it's different like Rory was directing me like, yeah. and I think so you both understand so I think we know each other's process yeah. I think like it's been a very um, I've really enjoyed it like I think it's been a really interesting way to work with because I've worked with other people where it's like their first show yeah. and with Rory like he's been really present in the room like especially at the beginning like you know it's evolved into kind of something that can exist on its own now yeah, but like yeah. it's amazing to be able to have and also Rory's so receptive to what the actors need and what you what's the best way to do that so that it's been a I think we're also very good at being very honest with each other which I yeah, think is yeah. important and going over the things and working out what we both think about stuff so I definitely feel like even though Rory's the writer, he's also been so instrumental in the production that yeah, we've yeah. put on today. Yeah, like can, it's his... you, as, a, as a writer, you can sort of put your ideas to the director and it will be yeah, to, and yeah. to sort of shape yeah. it. Because I never tried to think of this as my show at all, even though okay. it's kind of, you know, it came from my idea. But as soon as you get other people in the room, as soon as you form a company, and as soon as you get actors in the room, there's kind of trying to make it something that everyone contributes to particularly yeah yeah particularly since since Edinburgh and going into Edinburgh we kind of really went into a sort of intensive rehearsal period with with Rosa and Dom who are also in the show and also Molly Rose who assistant directs and so we've had a kind of the five of us have just everyone just flies ideas off each other and when things aren't working and I'm sometimes I'm the first one to go that line's rubbish we need to get rid of that or if you know Rosa goes, ah, this doesn't feel right in my mouth. Like we all just go, yeah, yeah okay, well, let's find something that does, mm-hmm. because we want it to be the best version for the actors, because they're the ones who have to perform it. At some point, I have to just go. Well, I mean, a lot of the time, I haven't like been in love with a lot of lines and stuff. Anyway, so I've maybe been the first yeah, one to that that change it. But yeah, I've not been precious about it. Basically, I think I can say that. I think I can <laughs> be like, I've tried not to be, and I think I've got to the point now where I'm like, no, let's change stuff. Like, let's. So, how did you think the performance went tonight? Yeah, good. It was good. It was the first time we've done it to an audience in a while. So okay. it felt, it was weird. Like it felt new, but also like old ground, Rehearsed. but with new things. <laughs> and like it was, um, and it was great. Like this is such a fantastic theatre. What a mm. shout out to New Aussie. We've oh, had a great yeah, time. Everyone's really been have. so lovely. I think it was such a nice, welcoming. And it was oh, interesting that like, this is like the first time we've done anything like touring so like yeah. like bringing yeah. everything today and then doing the tech right before like that's all new for us it's all great experience for all of us to know what it's like to be part of a program that's not Edinburgh that's not the French way yeah. you're kind of do it setting up for your run so were you both at University of UEA that's yes. right yeah okay and so is all of our also company, your company yeah. are at UEA so um we rehearse the for rehearsal spaces using sort of university campuses, or have you taken that out into Not, the? No, well, because we've all apart from Molly Rose, we have all graduated now last as last year, okay. and Holly, our producer, graduated a couple of years before us as well. So we for this time round, we did some at Nina's kitchen, yeah. <laughs> move the table out of the way, got a <laughs> space there, and we did. I'm now doing a masters at a Central School of Speech and Drama, so uh, okay. we had a bit of space there. Also, Holly works at the company High Tide. Yeah. Uh, and so we, they've got a rehearsal when we used that back in November as well. So we're just kind of pulling it from here there. And Very lucky there. that we've managed to get some free rehearsals. Yeah. That's yeah. been a great... There's, there was other companies that have been rehearsing in pubs. Is you realise that it doesn't matter. I think... Yeah. I think that's something that I've learned. Like, I think I was like, oh gosh, we couldn't rehearse my kitchen. And then I was like, a space is space. Like, yeah. ultimately, you just don't want the money that you're People. saving for your, yeah. your thing to be going... To something I saw the, the Skinner Cat 
were rehearsing in someone's living room a couple of days ago. Like, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were just like, we'll do anything for free. And we were going to make it work. If it's free, we'll make it work. Exactly. That's another thing that's come up with these discussions is how do you juggle the creative industry and create and your own creativity with actually um, s- supporting yourself in yeah. other means. Yeah, well, we teachers and support work, workers. Um, other, this is. I think everyone does. Yeah, I think exactly. that's one of the things I'm trying to get across here is that in the majority of cases, creatives have jobs and do it in their not yeah. spare time because no. it's the time that you've chosen to to f- fulfill your creative missions and intentions and everything but it's a juggling act between stuff that you have to do to survive and then the arts which are sort of everything else on top of that and Absolutely. Yeah, things that you but do we all love to yeah. sack off those other jobs but yeah, yeah exactly. you don't that's not that's not the, none of us are kind of at a not point. the reality we're all very we're all very new as well mm. so i think I also think like there's a big part of it where like we're all it's a sacrifice you're so willing like I oh, yes. you, you move things around and you yeah. do things yeah. you know even you know we'd love it would be fantastic to be able to have money and be able to pay for everything at a kind of but you know that's but not that's always not, ramen exactly <laughs> but luckily like you know at least so uh, Rose is based in Brighton but she comes up a lot and me, Dom and Nina both have jobs so we were all kind of um, Are you London based? Yeah, yeah. so we, we would you know rehearse at High Tide until four and then we'd all the three of us would go off to work. our jobs they'd be yeah. at bars I'm on the box office somewhere so you know it's, it it kind of works out in that we have our days for yeah, a bit exactly. we're not in full time jobs right now so it's it's bits and pieces that we can pick on the side, yeah, and then make the rehearsals. And work you make like that. your rehearsals work. That's mm. your yes, priority. Yes, that is, and is. I would never, uh, and I wouldn't want to be the kind of come like that sounds rude, but I would never want to ask someone to you know take a whole week off work or of course, I, yeah, it was yeah. always our first priority to make everything work for everyone's yeah. schedule. Like, and it it does the limitations do often breed a more creative environment because you're like right well we've got we've to get got this time. Yeah. you have to do, do, do this you have yeah. to make the most of your time and you're not like even Molly and Rose also you know you'll be standing you'll be serving what endless drinks at a bar and you will just your mind will just be thinking about what you're going to do tomorrow yeah. and yeah. there's mm. a space in that where like you can be doing these other jobs and it, you're still fostering what your passion is and what you're thinking yes, about yes. which is Good. So you say you've got some dates coming up. Do you want to mention them now? We'll try and get this out before then. Yeah, so we've just got two more. We're just doing basically the miniest of mini tours of the three <laughs> three cities at Switch First. And then um, we're doing Incoming Festival in London and Manchester. So um, we're back at New Diorama. What dates are they? So 26th. 26. Yeah, Tuesday the 26th of June at New Diorama. And then a week later, Tuesday the 3rd of July at home in Manchester. Cool. Is that the 3rd or the 4th? Did I say that? It's the 3rd. Yes, <laughs> it's whatever the Tuesday is after that. Google Tuesday, it. Tuesday, yeah, exactly. Tuesday June. Go on Tuesday, to incoming <laughs> yeah. and come. Um, so that's exciting. We obviously we've done it at New Diorama before, and since we did it in New Diorama, we've been chosen as one of their emerging graduate companies oh, for well this done. year, um, which a couple of other um, awesome. uh, backpack ensemble who oh, are yeah. based here. Yeah, yeah, they're on it too. So you know, it's making friends with other companies and kind of at a similar level to us, and getting to know them is really helpful. And New well, Diorama is so lovely, completely invaluable. Yeah, 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 we've already been mining that resource. You know, so Excellent. it's it's really great to be on that. So do you juggle? Uh, have you got anything else on at the moment? You do you juggle many projects at once, or do you sort of focus on kind of? I mean, one thing? the company. For the company, we we are just seeing this one out for now, um, and then in the sort of end of the summer. Show two is show two, ticking, but it's not, ticking. It's we kind not, of we know the conversations. We're, we're all having.
having thoughts are all like yeah, kind of like ruminating. Bring it all together. Uh, I won't and then on it I guess like August, September, we're going to come together and be like, right, what do we want to do? Um, I'm doing a master's, and so I've got a lot of writing stuff that I have to do for that that I'm kind of like sticking my head in at the moment, or should be. Um, I think everyone is working on things in some shape or form. Yeah, Rose's had stuff. Yeah, Rose has been uh, acting in other projects. And has she had a, a short, was it a short play or a play that she wrote on recently? Yeah, she had a play that Someone she wrote recently. Someone directed at Drama Centre, it was like one was of their great. students' projects that she, and she wrote that, so, and Dom's a writer as well, and yeah. Molly's a writer, so like all of us do work and sort of have stuff going on um, aside from this, but... And we're also really close, so I think it's <laughs> yeah. just a lovely thing to be able to, like, we're all supporting each other and okay. reading each other's things mm. and offering nice whatever we can friendship to each other. It's love, like it's lovely circle. to be able to do a show with like, people. <clears throat> so when you were developing action at a distance, did you sort of want to keep it in a theatrical setting or have you thought about branching out and doing radio or yeah. uh, sort of television or film with it as well? Like, well, back when I was first writing bits and pieces of it and taking it to my dissertation supervisor, for a lot of it, it was really undramatic. Like it was very radio-y. Yeah. And there was a point, I think, where I could have gone, okay, well, which do I definitely want to take this in the theatrical direction or could this possibly be serviced better on radio? And then I was like, no, I want things like not to ruin it. Well, it's not really ruin it, but like there's a printer on the stage that is active during the show and we use mm-hmm. that and it it brings the kind of, it's kind of because Chris has put herself in this room or this place where she's so detached from everything in the real world and the place that's largely about detachment, to have this actual thing that's sort of feeding in the outer world into her space. Yeah became really important mm-hmm. and there's this map that also she kind of focuses on and, and is very central to what goes on in, in her life and so yeah there was a point where radio could have been a possibility I think well, I'm really glad that we took it in a theatrical direction because it just opens up that you know we can take it to places like this you know radio yeah. is obviously it's great because you can record it but if you can't get it onto a certain level that is going to distribute that namely like BBC where does that go in a way you, know, yeah. you don't get the audience for it and um, do you think about the audience when you when you were writing or was it in you... as much as as trying to think about where their head would be at at different points of the play and how they would feel about Chris and how they'd feel about the situation that she got herself in and a lot of it is actually trying to and then I think you know we've had so many conversations with people who've seen the show of, of going what would you do in that situation it's one of those okay. things yeah. I think and so that is important the audience response to it and the audience way that they would process it in their heads and obviously we can't see it for the first time anymore, but that's always something yeah. that we're trying to remind yeah, ourselves just of. To... Just going, especially with the direction in the rehearsal room, like, where are we at? Where's the audience at at this point? What, what do would we they know? Feel? What yeah. do they know at this point? And whereas we all know where Yeah. Okay. And that's, so I think the audience in that sense has always been incredibly important to us. And, and again, like the feedback. I think we, we didn't know who our audience was going to be. Completely, I think yeah. that was something because I think, and we've had very varied audiences in age and from different, you know, backgrounds and but we I think before doing Edinburgh was so we were unsure about who what what it would who it would appeal to I think yeah, like yeah. especially being at 10 in the morning we got the early rises that yeah. was also something and that you wow. know that but I think there Political is it's very exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone who's ready Slapping to go and watch the morning, yeah. thriller at 10 a.m that's quite a commitment so. yeah. <laughs> we appreciated every so, single one of like them. exactly and we loved them all um but yeah it was a yeah. uh, interesting and I think there is something kind of in, in, in any in any political in, in any of your in any of an individual's political views I think there's something to interact with there I don't think it's yeah. necessarily only designed for people who think of a certain way no. I think it's I think if you I think it's for people who are interested in American politics or but even then I think because it's such recent history I think as well it's about 
it's just it's a play about being a part of this world yeah like, and how you respond and to how it. you respond to it and how and when we live in a country that or you know different people who live in western countries who like how much responsibility does an individual civilian have to or citizen have to the face for like what you can yeah. say okay i live in this country and this is what they do yeah that thing which i think as well it's so easy to be like you to not to not think it's so easy to not think about it i think like you can know yeah. exactly what the, we're funding if, if, and if, what we're sending money to but yeah the, but the engagement of that is is yeah the is Br- much britain's, harder. britain's role with with arms manufacturing exactly is yeah. exactly horrific it's a kind of parallel to the sort of stuff we're looking at mm. have you seen on the verge i haven't no check that out actually it's mm. a film about a group of protesters who uh, tried to shut down a munitions factory mm. um then i can't remember where it was i can't i think it was either i'm not going to guess where it was in this country yeah it's in this country and one of the best comments was uh, someone was shouting at them why don't you just go away and one of the posters just go we're not leaving until you've left (laughs) (laughs) wonderful yeah I think it was about it must be about 10 years old but on the verge oh absolutely Um, yeah it's it's well worth it and uh, yeah there seems to sort of have been a lot I mean there was a lot of protests like 90s mm. but then the internet came along and just sort of wiped out a lot of people's yeah. I mean I'm not saying that there aren't still protests because there are yeah. and they have different methods of mobilising and everything but there were really um, there's been a sedation for a while where I think that yeah. I think we'll have a, a yeah. well that's the thing I mean again. it's about the with Josh the character who, who runs or helps run this charity um, there's a point where Chris says to him when she's beginning to learn about what he does, she goes, why, why don't you, you know, um, yeah. trespass? And he was like, well, I'll just get thrown in jail and I can't do anything with that. So mm. his way of dealing kind of with or trying to combat it is setting up a charity, like, trying to get exposure. That's why you use collectivism. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> they can't prove individual <laughs> crimes. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's all about, and there's a lot about encryption, a lot about kind of um, data and not that data necessarily, but yeah, about observation. What's the surveillance? There's yeah. a bit of that in the yeah. play as well. And, and how that can kind of bring down, you know, on the on the path of things not going so well, that comes into it. So it's, a lot of it is, yeah, thinking, we well, in- are we Chris or Josh, or are we kind of a mixture between the two of them? Okay. Or are you Tommy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just grumpy. So after the next two shows, um, just sum it off? Yeah, I mean, I'm. I, we're not going to the Fringe this year okay. um, with the show. We might be going. We'll be are nice. you going to go anyway? Yeah. Yes, I think it's like so nice to go when on your year on your year off oh, to yes. enjoy it as a yeah as a, as a thing. Yeah. just, just to... come in and <laughs> exactly. I'll take your flyer and maybe I'll see you yeah so yeah. um in terms of yeah in terms of the company like I said earlier we're kind of gonna be getting our heads back together towards the end of the summer to try and think about what's next um but yeah no I, we haven't got any more dates for the show I think we're kind of really interested in people coming to see it and if we'd always be more open to yeah, we'd absolutely love to do it yeah. again we could do the show because we keep we love showing it to audiences and, and like I said you know and the conversations are always so interesting exactly, to have yeah. with anyone completely yeah. but that's, that's one of the reasons why we love doing yeah. it so and I think as it becomes more not irrelevant not historic as in irrelevant but more of a place and time like it really is kind of there's no direct mention of Trump but there's a kind of sense that yeah, things really are new now yeah. maybe they'll get better like you know in terms of how America interacts with foreign nations so. yeah because yeah. there was that feeling at the beginning I think with him where it was like America's going to withdraw and they're not going to be involved in, in but then 
that doesn't seem to. I didn't because then there was the chemical weapons thing, and then he yeah. dropped that huge mother of all bombs. You know, so it's it's interesting because like even it's interesting because I hadn't thought about the timeline in ages. But you mm. saying that you'd finished that first draft in November, it was literally which was like right a week when he that was yeah. last so week. Exactly. Oh yeah, I was writing have, it when he was elected. We could never have known. <laughs> it's because it does feel. I think as well, like it's something where I something I find really interesting is the way that like because of this presidency now that Obama will be set in gold in a way yeah, because, of, because yeah. of the amount of fury and amount of... To an extent. Of things, I mean, I've an, heard yeah. a lot of um, criticism coming from uh, coming from black activists about how they were just like, we were sold short. Yeah. We were all dancing around going, this is great. Yeah. And then actually he was just but also still it was drone all, bombing. Yeah, exactly. Doing, like, and the way... Just propping up this system and they uh, a lot of people have felt shortchanged. By, and it was like it was a charade and it was didn't mm. questioning the reality of yeah. it yeah and there's and, a, yeah. a part of it also in our play is about Obamacare and about the people who kind of fell through the gap with that as well yeah. where they were yeah. and it's being threatened now but actually would it have helped the characters in our play who need it so Probably, yeah. yeah we kind of have two character both in the, in the one that Nina plays is the mother of, of uh, Chris Rose's character and how she feels shortchanged by Obama and how Josh feels shortchanged by Obama about very different very things, different things. Mm. but there's this kind of sense that, that they've both been left out in the cold by his promises yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, thank you for talking to me. Yes, thank really you so much. I wish you all the best with your next endeavours. Yes, thank Great. you. Um, thank you for coming to New Wolsey. Morning, thank you so much. See you much next year at us. Pulse 90. Yay. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Right, all the best, Rory. Thank you.